0: Hi and welcome to Comfortable in Your Own Skin podcast. I'm Andrea Gulick speaker, writer and international mentor. Together, we're going to walk the path of becoming comfortable in our own skin by seeking radical honesty with yourself, making conscious choices and living a life on point. And the only way you can live a life on point is to be comfortable in your own skin. And the only way to become comfortable in your own skin is to begin to ask why you're not already. Maybe it's untethering from family stories, from generational patterns. Maybe you've had encounters with trauma or hardship. Maybe you've just always questioned who am I exactly? Irrespective of anything that's happened, anything you have or haven't done, this is a journey of how to just be you. Comfortable in your own skin. Welcome back to this week of Comfortable in Your Own Skin. So. I find it quite interesting that there's always something happening out there, some sort of conversation, some sort of interaction, some sort of experience that I have that tends to lead the direction of each one of my podcasts. And I began to think about this comfortable in your own skin and how do we step closer towards being comfortable in our own skin? And I guess the underlining factor that I see most significantly is to continue to ask, to continually ponder, to continually consider why we're not already comfortable. What is it that agitates or aggravates? What feels like it doesn't fit or fits too much? What squeezes too tight or not tight enough? Like where is the discomfort and what is underneath that? Because for a long time now I have recognised and realised that what we see on the top level, what we see within ourselves, what we see within others, what we see within our interactions and our relationships, what we're willing to put out on display what we're willing to uncover and acknowledge is usually the very beginning, like the very top layer. And it can be sometimes much harder to travel down the roots of that into into the unknown, into the, the darker, more challenging aspects of what's really going on. And so this week there were actually numerous conversations that I were, was involved in, just, you know, my, by mere coincidence. But they focused on a very similar underlining sensitivity. And it really was around asking for what we need, merely putting it out there to the world, to our friends or our family or our colleagues or whatever situation you're in and asking for the support that you need. And I know that this is a challenge for so many people that they don't know how to ask for help. They're not comfortable asking for the support. They would prefer to try to manage it themselves which puts them in a position of of either overworking or overexerting or feeling worried or stressed or overwhelmed, than to literally ask for what they need. And so as I do, because I'm not one to shy away from a conversation that people probably wouldn't normally have, I inquire. What is it? What why? Why can't you just why can't you just ask? And in different ways the the response was the same. They didn't want to put anybody out. They didn't want to be the reason that people were put out. And I'm so curious about this. I understand it. I understand it because it's it's, it's such a familiar feeling, I guess. But I, I, even if you're reflecting on this in yourself, even if you're going, oh, my gosh, she's talking about me, like I can't ask people for the support I need. I can't do it. So I don't want to put anybody out. And if you're wondering, okay, well, what is it? And I'm not necessarily saying that this is the answer for you. I am saying you would be able to find your own answer if you created the space to sit with it, to sit with what would it mean about me if I need to ask for help. Because usually that line of inquiry will take you into some interesting uncoverings. But this notion, this feeling, this sense of putting somebody out because you have to or you need help, you need assistance in some way, you can't do that. What if the truth is you can't put people out by simply asking whether it would be possible whatever support it is, whether it's Needing for mums needing someone to mind their children if they've got an appointment or needing a ride somewhere or needing help in the garden or it doesn't matter what what it is that you actually require the help for. It's the incapability of being able to ask. And if somebody is put out, I this is my explanation, this is my I feel like this is my truth and I I wonder if this lands for people and and they can begin to explore the, the possibility that what if this is true? But you can't put somebody out just by asking. Them being put out is because they say yes to something they possibly should be saying no to the put out, this creates, you know, a situation that is putting me under overwhelm or stress or discomfort or pressure, then they should say no. To say yes and it not actually work for you, that's the put out, not the person actually just asking the question of is it possible. And so this is where we need to begin to get radically honest with it. That can we begin to separate ourselves from the stories we tell ourselves into the actual facts at hand? We can ask for support and this is, this is where it becomes the radical honesty turns within. So looking at the situation and going, okay, I can ask and I can inquire, that's where my position on this actually finishes and then recognising that it is then handed over for that person to be radically honest themselves. Yes, they can either help you or no, they can't. And so that's on them. That is not something we can control. What we then get to control as it bounces back to us is our response and our reaction and our acceptance of the answer that comes. Are you okay to hear a no? Are you okay to accept that people might not be able to meet your needs? Are you you comfortable with that? Are you comfortable in your own skin with that? Because that's where it lies for us. We get to ask and we get to accept the response. What happens in the middle of that, what, what happens in terms of that energy of whether it's a f- free-flowing, yes, absolutely, or a yes, okay, but deep down this is really quite annoying, that's, that's kind of out of our hands. And the, the way I, I believe to be able to clear that path of allowing people the freedom to say a genuine yes or a genuine no is in our ability to reflect on how we do with that. We get to reflect on when have I said yes, when I really should have said no. When have I been the person that has created that energy in between? where I feel like I have to say yes, I have to do that thing, when actually you have free will to make your own choice. And I guess it comes back to the same situation of beginning to ask. What does it mean about me if I say no? What does it mean about me if I can't help right now? Because anything that is, is shifting from us externally and about worries and concerns has some sort of placement within us as well. Thinking that you're going to put somebody out by asking, have there been times where you felt put out because somebody asked and because you didn't follow your innate wisdom of what did or didn't feel right for you? That the feeling was, I I really can't do this. This is really not convenient for me, but I have to say yes because otherwise... I'm going to look like this, they're going to think that, it's going to mean this and this internal dialogue that happens within us. It's being able to really begin to look at ourselves and the stories that we attach to our interactions and the meanings we're making about other people and ourselves based on not really being radically honest with what our truth is. Nobody makes us do anything. Our inability to stand grounded within ourselves for what is right for us is, is the thing that leads to completely different experiences with people. Because when we know it's right, when it feels true to us and that doesn't necessarily mean that we're there might be times where you say yes to things that you would prefer to say no to but you know that that person needs it and so you're willing to you're willing to do that that still comes from a place of I'm consciously choosing to do this even though it's not necessarily what I want to do right now it's where we go yeah okay whatever yep fine or we put on that you know, there's not even that energy. Like we, we literally paint a picture of, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, that's cool. I can do that. And deep down you're like, I don't want to do this shit. I haven't got time for this. Why do they always ask me? Why can't they do it for themselves? It's being able to almost disintegrate that type of energy because you take ownership over what you are saying yes or no to. And why you're saying yes or no to it and being very congruent with why you're doing it. The why might be yeah because I really want to be a support right now that it's I I really love this person that's what I want to do it's how I show up it's who I am. Or your why might be because it's really important to them. It's really important and they're really important to me and so I'm going to do this thing even though it's going to put me under the pump, even though it's going to take, uh, you know, three or four hours or whatever the situation is, becoming super congruent with why you say yes or no to what's asked of you. Because when we do that, then we can open up much more effortlessly to allowing people the same the same opportunity without making it mean anything about us if they say yes when they don't have the time that's kind of a journey of their own in learning how to say no in learning how to say no and trusting that love is a is an energy of itself that does has no conditions that unconditional love is literally giving us the freedom to be able to choose ourselves when we need to and choose other people when we need to. And so this is the things like you can't put anybody out when you come from that place because you, re- you begin to recognize that you're picking up stuff that's not yours. And so then beginning that even deeper inquiry, why and when? When did you learn it was your responsibility to help others avoid their own discomfort? When did you learn that to ask for help was not safe? When did you learn that the way that people feel within themselves it's because of you. Because all of those things is what creates a discomfort in your own skin, that it's not safe to be you. It's not safe to be you in your absolute truth of sometimes I need support and sometimes I'm the supporter, that life will always always be swings and roundabouts. And so you know it goes beyond that do I ask them to help or don't I? It goes into the cogmire of why can't you why can't you ask for what you need and you know this is one of the one of the things I think gets in the way of a lot of relationships, friendships, the interactions between people. It's because we're so caught up in what it's going to mean and we're so caught up in how we're going to be viewed and how we're going to be judged and and whether it's our fault or you know how do we keep being the the best person but is it the best version of us? Is it the best perception of us or is it the best version of us? Because we are allowed to say, no to things that don't work for us if we know why without fearing like we're not going to be loved or we're not going to be accepted or we're not because I'm sure we've all come across situations where we've been challenged I've been challenged so many times in my life when I've said no it has not been openly accepted and yet I've had to this is the process of becoming more comfortable in my own skin is to if I know who I am I can allow people their version of me. It's when their version starts to morph into our version that we we start to shrink and move back and not ask for what we need. But what if we were so loved and so, so precious and such a gift to this world? What if there was a universal force that loved us? so much that it had our back it knew us maybe sometimes better than ourselves although it's within us and what happens if we can really trust in our own in our own goodness in our own perfection in our own ability to consciously know beyond the surface level who we are and then it is okay and safe to ask for what you need because putting people out, you can't do that. We can't make anybody feel a certain way. We may contribute to situations that have them questioning and there might be certain situations that have us questioning, but essentially that's our own inner journey. That's our own inner uncovering. And that's what it is, to be radically honest. And that's what leads us to feel more comfortable in our own skin, to ask and receive help, to offer and give help without any conditions.